Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host, as always, Roy Turner. Joining me for the final Tricky Kid Radio episode of 2018 is my better half, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> so we got a very special show this week because... Uh, it is the last show of 2018, so what we're going to do is we're going to have one of those fun year-end review shows where we get to go through all the fun stuff that happened this year. Yay. Let me first tell you what it's not going to be. I know that this has been a very trying, trying year for a lot of people. Uh, the political climate, the nonstop news cycle of all the horrible bad news that that's always pretty bad, but it seems like t- this year seems to be the worst. It really seems like we're all kind of suffocating uh, from it, and the only mention of the orange guy in the white office that you'll hear is, is just to say that we won't be speaking about that in any way. This is your escape from that, you see? Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, some some important things that's happened this year um, globally, globally and, and publicly. But this is kind of for us, you know what I mean? Like we're, we, this is you know, in spite of uh, the crazy political year, this has been the best year of our lives. Jocelyn, wouldn't you agree? I would definitely agree. So this, and all you're going to hear on in a lot of these year-end stuffs is, oh man, 2018 was such a bummer and it was so stressful. You're about to hear a completely different perspective. You're about to hear from two people who really love each other, and even a third person, as you might have heard that little bit of baby sound there in the back there. Uh, you're going to hear from two people who had the best year of their lives, who, who, who their memories of 2018 are going to be the best, if not some of, if not the best of their entire lives. So, join us. We're going to play some music, uh, some songs I didn't really get to uh, um, throughout the year. I kind of want to want to wrap up with here. Uh, first, I want to also tell you that we're also that uh, that uh, Theo Garza. The man from uh, Tech Savvy Tutors is also going to be joining us, and he's going to be teaching you how to become a pro at apps and social media sites and cell phones and that sort of thing. Give Theo a call at 214-769-1194. That's 214-769-1194. Or you can email him at techsavvytutors at gmail.com. And we'll be thanking all of our gracious sponsors throughout the show as well. But uh, uh, Theo is here actually to actually give you a little tutorial on how you too can become a pro and kind of manage uh, your social media um, and kind of or kind of navigate these sites. It's crazy. I just got a new phone. Uh, and again, we also want to say Merry Christmas and also Happy New Year to everybody. We hope you guys had a had a great holiday. Justin, we had a great holiday, didn't we? We had an awesome holiday. What was your favorite part of the holiday this year? Um, well, we had so much family to spend it with. Um, unfortunately, my brother and sister-in-law are all the way out in L.A. and they hardly get any vacation days. So we didn't get to see them in person this year. But uh, Roy has a big family. A big fun family, so that was fun, and um, we got to spend the next day with my parents, and uh, got to wake up on the 26th as if it were Christmas morning with the new baby, and so that was really special, and just really relaxing and lovely. It was wonderful, and when Jocelyn, when you say uh, a nice fun family, is fun a euphemism for anything else? Uh, 
Lots of fun. <laughs> uh, also, lots of uh, chaos and uh, not really dysfunction. You know, I guess all families have it, but uh, but I'm very, very proud of, of my family, and I'm proud of your family, and I'm proud of us uh, combining families, which is the thing that uh, has happened this year. Uh, and so we're just going to walk you through a bunch of fun stuff. We invite you to also to share your memories of 2018. Join us on Twitter at, uh, at Tricky Kid and the number two. That's the at symbol with, with Tricky Kid and the number two. Of course, we're on Facebook under Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. And thanks to, of course, Jocelyn, we are now on Instagram under DJ Tricky Kid. Uh, what can they find you on, on Instagram there, Jossie? I'm at J-O-C-E-I-6, number six. Now, one thing that was real special uh, this, this holiday season uh, for, for me was, obviously, and we'll get to why this was also a special Christmas, was getting to see you perform, uh, you know, on Christmas Eve as a quartet, uh, and that church service was, was very special. Yeah, I got to be involved in a, a church service on Christmas Eve, and I uh, got to play with a string quartet, and it sounded really great in the sanctuary. We were up on um, a wooden floor and nice acoustics, of course, because of the the large room. And um, really great players. That helps a lot. And um, it was a busy Christmas season as usual, but uh, it was a wonderful, beautiful way to end the season, especially because you and Miles got to come and uh, enjoy it with me. And so, and also, it was very special for us, and that's why what we're saying is that this is our little boy Miles, who was born back in August. And uh, we'll go in chronological order, but just to let you know the reason why this was so special, because this was Miles's first Christmas. And we also want to think about some future episodes coming up in, in 2019 to look forward to. we got a lot, lot, lot coming up. But one is going to be, we're going to do this really, really fun episode. Uh, it's going to have a bunch of new dads uh, that I'm going to lead. A bunch of people that became parents for the first time uh, this year. Uh, we're going to have some authors that have written some great books about that. Uh, there's a guy named Chris Cornelis that uh, wrote a book called uh, Rockin' Fatherhood. And uh, Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses wrote the foreword to his uh, to, to the book, and it's a great, 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 great book. And I'm looking forward to having him on. We have a lot of special guests coming up. Uh, I it's like I'm almost like I'm like I, I don't want to give too much of it away, but uh, all I can say is make sure you subscribe. Go to iTunes, type in Tricky Kid Radio or Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. It's free to subscribe, and you'll get shows just like this each and every single Thursday. And come on, man, let's make 2019 uh, just even better. It's a rocking year. This was our year, Jossie. Do you agree? Definitely. It was a fun-filled, event-filled year for us. And again, as an escape from, as an alternative as well, like I said, because for you know, a lot of people, 2018 wasn't great. Or, But here's what I, I want to tell you. It's great to be informed. I mean, I'm, I'm somebody who my entire life would actually, I was the nine-year-old teaching my mom about politics. You know what I mean? I, was, I wasn't Republican-minded, but I was like Alex... P. Keaton, Michael J. Fox's character in Family Ties, you know, where he, you know, like if, if his parents had a question about the news or, or, or the political climate or anything of, of a global event, they would default to their nine-year-old. I was that guy. So it's, there's nothing wrong with being informed and staying informed, but when you let that just kind of overwhelm you and keep you overwhelmed, 
um, it's kind of like that's kind of I feel like how they kind of want you to be, and that's when you're more under control and you have less freedom. Uh, we uh, have maintained as much information as we need and as much information as, as we can handle, uh, but yet lived our lives uh, as we always have and again, and had the best year of our lives as you can hear that little miracle in the background right there. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump in here with, with, with some cool stuff here uh, to kind of touch upon. Uh, first of all, a, a couple more links I wanted to tell you about was that you know what our favorite records were this year. We're going to play some music and talk about music, but I do encourage you that if you go on to TrickyKid.com, click the link. Check out our top 25 records. That's also an alternative because if you uh, look at right now all the lists uh, like you know Pitchfork and Brooklyn Vegan and Rolling Stone and all the different places that you kind of look forward to where it says you know the top 50 records of the year. Now, again, we're not so arrogant to think that we've heard every piece of music that's come out this year. These are just some ones that we listen to the most, that we discovered the most. The only rules are is that it had to have come out this year, and we listen to it a lot. So we've got a great list over there. Go to trickykid.com. That's tricky-kid.com, and you can check that out. Uh, Jocelyn, what was some, some of your favorite music that came out this year? I really like that new RuPaul one the oh, for the Christmas. Christmas sis. Or, <laughs> hey sis, it's Christmas. Is that that was a good one. And so we also have a separate list, is because you know obviously uh, any anybody who knows us and certainly who, who listens to the show knows that we love Christmas. So I also well we put together a Christmas playlist every single year. Even though the Christmas uh, has, has passed just a few days ago, we celebrate all the way through the new year. Uh, as a, as a matter of fact, we were even thinking about checking out Mannheim Steamroller today and uh, tonight, and some of the um, those touring acts uh, will sometimes will even play all the way through the, the new year. Uh, and so we put together this great Christmas playlist. It's also on, uh, you can listen to and stream at trickykid.com. It's on all of our social media websites, but go to our YouTube channel and you'll see the Christmas 2018 playlist. It'll be your playlist from now on. Do you agree, Jossie? Yeah, it's nice because it's very eclectic and, you know, not boring whatsoever. <laughs> and so, and again, yeah, RuPaul released a freaking Christmas album. Do you think we're not going to include that? Of course we are. And your favorite track from that was? Hey, sis, it's Christmas. <laughs> well, and what else was on that that you liked? Um, I forget. I'm not really good with, like, titles of songs and the lyrics and stuff, but... I just remember the music. <laughs> there was some banana stuff this year. Like, uh, okay, how's this? So, Little John, it's perfect because, you know, his catchphrase is, yeah. Well, oh, right. Well, whatever. Well, what's another person whose catchphrase is, yeah? Of course, is? The Kool Aid Man. That's right. <laughs> so. Little John featuring the Kool-Aid Man. That's like everything I've ever wanted in life right there. Okay, and, it, and they even had an online contest where you could win like a, the Kool-Aid Man ugly sweater contest. I know. I was trying to get Jossie up at like 6 in the morning because we found out about it at like 1 a.m. And you had to have it in by noon. And I was like, okay, let's get up early tomorrow and, and, and do what? Not take out the trash, not go to work, but to film us dancing to that song so that I can win an ugly sweater. That's what Christmas is all about. Don't you agree? 
Uh, but some but some great stuff like William Shatner released this record called Shatner Claws and but besides all the novelty you know there's also some, some great stuff I, I love the the like you said the eclectic stuff like um, and also I love all Christmas music but when you listen to the stations that play Christmas music like like here in town we have uh, 98.7 K Love. Uh, they tend to play only Christmas music from like the 40s and 50s, which I love. But you know, you kind of want an alternative. So, so there's your alternative list to the top albums of the year that might turn you on to some new music. Uh, then you got some uh, uh, your alternative Christmas playlist. It'll be your Christmas playlist forever. And then while you're on our YouTube channel checking that out, subscribe. It's free. There is so much cool stuff over there, dude. Like the thing with Neil Fallon from Clutch and Brian Welch from Corn. Uh, we have uh, Lexi Meow from the Suicide Girls in our very first ever interview. Lots and lots of great stuff, of course, over there. So again, so now you know how what our favorite Christmas songs were this year. You know what our favorite albums were. Also, when you go to trickykit.com, we also have, we love lists here. We have our top cosplayers. As you know, we're real dialed into the cosplay world, and we want to thank all the uh, the great cosplayers for all their efforts this year. And we went to so many cons this year all over the place. Uh, and that was fantastic. So check that out uh, as well. Um, we started the year back, of course, obviously in January. Uh, with a total lunar eclipse. Uh, if you guys remember, the moon appeared as supermoon, uh, with the perigee being on January 30th, but it's the first blue moon eclipse since 1983, which is going to be a segue, because if you listen to last week's episode, we celebrated 35 years of 1983 with my man Larry Hama, the creator of the G.I. Joe universe. So another great incentive to subscribe. You can check out all the past archives. And you wouldn't believe how much stuff from 1983 we still enjoy. Jossie, what, what, what do you remember from 1983? You were only four years old. Um, 1983, we moved into our first house in Dallas. So that was, see, that was a... Oh, and it also it was um, like a huge snowfall that, that fall. Yeah? Yeah, there was like, I have pictures of us in like three foot, two foot snowdrifts in the backyard, like... That was probably the biggest snowfall in the Metroplex in like, well, since then it hasn't been as, as uh, snowfally. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I didn't move here until 87 and I didn't yeah. even see snow until uh, I was, you know, I, I guess I, I kind of saw snow when I, in 83 as well. Because I remember because, you know, Arkansas is not that far from Texas and we got a little bit of that. Yeah. And I have a picture of me as... Talk, talk about a born rocker. I'm nine years old wearing an Ozzy Osbourne shirt that wasn't my older sister's. It was my Ozzy Osbourne shirt. <laughs> and you can tell that I'm not properly dressed for the cold. <laughs> and I'm seeing... As sn- usual. Right, right, right. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Jocelyn? <laughs> <laughs> Something about being a Southern boy, I guess, that makes you wish it was warm so you're not dressing for the cold I, I wish it could be warmer every day <laughs> and of course the Christmas version of that is I wish it could be Christmas every day and of course you know the Christmas version of that of course is I wish it could be Christmas every day uh, but yeah so it was the it's the longest total lunar eclipse of the 21st century 
Uh, and uh, Mars makes the closest approach to Earth since 2003 in 15 years. Uh, so that was, uh, of course, that didn't that didn't take place um, until the summertime. But we started off, like I said, that total lunar eclipse back in January. Uh, now moving on, uh, something pretty big happened in March. Josie, do you remember? Uh, something big for us happened in March. What was that? Well, it was. Um, let me let me remember. Hmm, how could I could forget? Uh, you proposed to me on an airplane over Dallas, and I said yes. Now, <laughs> before you think, oh my God, this guy proposed like on like a commercial airline, like in coach, like in the on the exit <laughs> row around a bunch of people. Why don't you walk them through that process? Okay, so it was your birthday, right? And my birthday was a couple weeks ago, and my birthday is on Valentine's Day. So sweet, she was born on Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> so I thought we were celebrating, you know, just that stuff. And you decided that we were going to go have dessert somewhere else. So I said, okay, let's let's go have dessert. And uh, you told me it was going to be downtown somewhere. Yeah. So we get, or in Dallas. What you said, it was in Dallas. And we live about 30, 40 minutes outside of Dallas. So I said, it's going to be a little bit of a drive. <laughs> so we passed this north dallas area i thought okay well it's not there maybe it's downtown or uptown so we pass uptown we pass downtown <laughs> there's one more like kind of cool area that's that you'd of, be willing to have dessert in yes right? <laughs> we pass oak cliff and I, I start to get a little doubtful at this point and i don't like surprises right so the farther and farther we get south of downtown, <laughs> I get a little like grumpy. So he had, he can tell this so much better than me. But. And little judgmental, I would say. <laughs> so I take her to the executive airport, which is the private airport, uh, which is you know again uh, more like uh, yeah in South Dallas, uh, closer to Duncanville, and uh, and we get to this like private airport, and there's like one little restaurant there that who had an open sign. And that they had turned off right as we go into the parking lot. And you said, <laughs> Oh, great. Now it's closed. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, we came all this way. And then you even said the joke was that you said, My mom isn't going to like it that you brought me all the way out here in the, in the middle of the night in the dark like this. And I said, No, she's not. Because <laughs> I knew what I had in mind. So there's this really great place we want to give a shout out to called, uh, called God, I forgot the name of it, Charlie's. Isn't it Charlie's? Is it, what is it? Charlie's? Yeah, it's called Charlie's. Uh, but it's something else. It's uh, Runway Charlie's. Gosh, I can't believe I forgot this already. Can you believe it? Um, not Charlie Tango, but uh, that's the film studio. But um, we're just going to say Charlie's for now. Uh, it's at the Executive Airport uh, in South Dallas. Anyway, they have a great restaurant there, or that's the name of the restaurant, and where you can have a meal, and after the meal, you can get on like these little tiny little Cessna uh, private planes that hold like a pilot and like two people. It's kind of like a canoe with wings. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but awesome, and it'll take you on a thirty-minute private uh, little tour uh, above, right above Dallas, and uh, it's a great way to um, uh, you know to kind of spice things up and you know take a private tour of, of of our city. And but something happened while we were in the air. Uh, so you. Asked me a bunch of questions that I would say yes to, and then, um, then you said, "Well, I'm gonna have to ask you to say yes one more time." 
and you pulled out this beautiful diamond ring. It's on that finger right there. <laughs> and it was fun and amazing, and I was crying and stuff, like you know, ladies like to do. Was it the was it the proposal you'd always had dreamed of? It was, uh, yeah, I was <laughs> really impressed, you know. And then, of course, I would expect nothing less from you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> And I think it's important too because I want Miles to be able to hear, you know, he'll 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 be hearing this story his whole life, like you know he'll be like in his room and he's coming out to get something out of the fridge and and we'll have new friends over and he'll be like and you'll you'll be saying that line like and then we got on the plane. Oh, are you guys telling the you know the engagement story again? But I think it's in spite of that, it's important he could hear us say it on this episode and hear it back and hear how much his parents love each other. Uh, and grow up in a house that's full of love and laughter and music and fun uh, and good times with, with, with two people who, who, who truly love each other. And Jossie, I love you very much. I love you. <laughs> and are, uh, are, you, are you still going to marry me in June? I'm planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> planning on it, are you? Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, then is, of course... The next month in April, uh, we had a, a very special Easter. Now, when you think of Easter, first of all, I love the holidays and I love Easter. It's one of my favorite holidays. Most people think of Christmas first and maybe Halloween second. Easter is probably my second favorite. And the reason why is because it's the time of spring, which I always look at as a time of, as it's supposed to be, it's a time of renewal. Uh, but you also think about the symbols of Easter, which are fertility. That's why you have things like eggs and rabbits and things like that. So in the spirit of Easter and fertility, how did we celebrate this Easter this year? Uh, we told our families uh, that we were expecting a little baby boy. <laughs> And uh, do you remember how, how we did it? Uh, you know, again, we love Easter uh, at my family's house, of course. And my mom has always made Easter so special for us. And, and she made this big, I'm going to get emotional here. She made this big uh, spread, as she always does, and with the plastic eggs. But this time, there was something special in her egg. And what was it this year? Uh, we made a little basket for your mom with some goodies in it. And hid an egg, a blue egg, a little plastic blue egg at the bottom of the basket. <laughs> she almost didn't find it. We had to tell her to keep looking. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and put um, a picture of Miles' sonogram inside. And she freaked out. And um, your sister was there and your nephew and um, your adopted brother, <laughs> Tony, was there. Yeah. and I, I can say cousin. Cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so that made it very, very special. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and so, yeah, so, so propose in March, uh, then the, 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 the reveal and the gender reveal in, uh, uh, right there in April. Um, a few things happened around the world in April, if you can believe it, uh, that I can't believe it took this long, but cinemas opened in Saudi Arabia also for the first time since 1983. We talked about this on the episode that that uh, movie theaters actually closed in, in, in Saudi Arabia in 83. And so movie theaters opened for the very, very first time in 35 years. And the very, very first film that was shown, which I thought this was really, really cool, uh, was Black Panther. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Wow. Yeah. 
And so now, have you now? Me and my mom went to go see Black Panther, uh, but you still haven't seen it yet, have you? No. Okay, so you need to, and yeah. and I'll tell you why. It is such an important film. Uh, you know, in this day and age where uh, you know, and I love it that the geeks have inherited the earth. I'm a big nerd comic book guy, and of course, we just mentioned about all the comic cons we went to this year, and uh, but so it, whereas it shouldn't be treated any differently as the new Avengers or the new Spider-Man because that's the whole deal with with racism is that when even when you celebrate it if you sometimes through, through celebration it becomes isolated and and singled out uh, the only way it should be singled out is it is that it should be significant that it's a all-black cast and it's the first time that's ever happened especially in the realm of sci-fi and, and comic fantasy but I grew up with the Black Panther comic book, so this—I mean, for a lot of people, this was—they didn't, they, you know, it might have been new. And even my mom was so excited, you know, for this landmark film celebrating the African American community at at this level, yeah. which it's ridiculous that it, it would take this long for that to happen. But I was like, I was like, well, hey, but check this out. And I went to my old comic book box, and I was like, if you remember, I've read Black Panther, you know, back whenever, back in '83, man, back when I was. Uh, a kid, so I thought that you know, for a for a place that is kind of known for being um, not exactly progressive uh, in that respect, again, not really known for its you know progressive nature, and certainly known for its barbaric and awful uh, um, you know oppression of its people, especially its women. I mean, think about this. On June 24th this year, Saudi Arabia also celebrated the idea that it allowed women to drive for the first time. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, this isn't 1918 or 1818 or freaking 18 BC. This is 2018 when women are, are driving for the first time. And something uh, something unique happened uh, in the world of professional wrestling, as you know, that we're very dialed into, was that... Um, if you're a subscriber to the WWE Network or you watch wrestling, you know that they actually staged some major events this year. Uh, they had uh, the, the big event, of course, the Royal Rumble. They had a thing called the Greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, and then they had one recently called Crown Jewel, I believe it was called. Now, that one came under a lot of controversy because, of course, you know, you know, obviously, for every time we take one step, it seems like we take two steps back. Now, again, this is stuff you can get in the news that we're not going to talk about here. But, you know, there was a journalist that was killed and murdered at the hands of the, of the order of the, the Prince of Saudi Arabia, which a lot of people were pressuring WWE to cancel that event, uh, which they ultimately did not, but uh, but certainly scaled back its, its promotional efforts as they should have. But... Uh, uh, so, you know, it's like, it, it's a shame that here, you know, they're opening their cinemas and they're showing Black Panther and women are driving. Um, Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss performed in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, they couldn't wear their normal outfits because their normal outfits show like bare midriff. They had to, they had to cover up a little bit, but didn't have to wear a hijab or anything. Uh, but people in the professional wrestling world know that when a match to show appreciation, they chant, this is awesome. But this time they chanted, "This is hope," uh, which is was something that took the performers and the promotion by surprise, which is a you know, very emotional thing, uh, which has led to some progress. But it, it's unfortunate to hear about the events that happened surrounding um, uh, that journalist. 
but moving on, uh, a couple of things is, um, you know, you and I, we had such a fantastic summer. But before we get to that, I want to go and take a quick break, and uh, I want to play some, a new track for you. Uh, there is some great, great music coming out in 2019, so that not only do I want to play you something that came out in 2018, uh, but to give you something to look forward to in the, in the, in the coming year here. Uh, one of my favorite groups of all time, and I had the pleasure of working with when I worked for Astroworks Records uh, during the first decade of the new millennia, whatever you guys call that, the O's or the O's or whatever the hell. I uh, Anyway, uh, it's the band The Chemical Brothers. Uh, they actually have a new record, record coming out uh, called No Geography. And if this track I'm about to play you is any indication, this is going to be the one to beat already. This is the first single off of it. It's called Free Yourself. And that's exactly what I want you guys to do uh, in 2019. Free yourself of any of the crap that you have dealt with and have has it's kept you down whatever whatever has kept you from achieving what you want to achieve in your life or what's kept you from from trying new things or taking new risk or making that leap that you know that you can do free yourself of it let it go man 2019 could be your year uh and it's coming so rock out with me right now the chemical brothers free yourself uh and we'll be right back
my fanny. So I have a choice between drawing the curtain or crawling to the bath. Free yourself. Free me. Free yourself. Free them. Free yourself. Help to free me. Free us. Free yourself. Help to free me. Free us. What's up? This is the infamous serial wax killer, Beastie Boys DJ Assassin Mix Master Mike, and you're tuned into my man DJ Tricky Kid. Don't be a clown, don't sleep. Check it out, y'all. Wow, that was a great track. I'm definitely ready for 2019 now. And to get you guys ready for 2019, we welcome Theo Garza. He's a tech guy, he specializes in apps, social media sites, cell phones. His uh, company is called Tech Savvy Tutors, and we also welcome Catalina Rinquist, who's here to give us some style tips. And without further ado, let's welcome Theo and Catalina. Garza, Theo, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Good to be here. Uh, Theo is the man. Uh, Theo has a great uh, business here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area called Tech Savvy Tutors, and he wants to teach you to become a pro at APPS, social media sites, cell phones, all of that. Give Theo a call at 214-769-1194. That's 214-769-1194. You also can email Theo at techsavvytutors at gmail.com. And he's on Facebook under Tech Savvy Tutors. We'll have links to all this on our website at trickykid.com, which, of course, is tricky-kid.com. And you also will see links to it on also our social media websites, which, you know what, I should totally have you come in. Not only am I going to get my personal <laughs> style, but maybe my online presence. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do tell people though we're not a social media management company. That's what I think some people may see that and think. And the APPS is apps. So in case in right. case you see that, it is just simple apps and knowing how to use the ins and outs of different ones. Oh, I thought I was being funny. I mean, I know. It's- oh, you got it. Okay, <laughs> okay. making sure. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 the old guy in the track. Suit, the you ran over it twice. Was- <laughs> I was like, no way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of okay. course, I know it's apps. All right. Theo. All right. <laughs> 
just making sure. I yeah. thought that was funny. Okay, so all right, yeah, all right. I was dang. like, so it is all caps, so I might want to change that up on the business card. But <laughs> well, it, 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 so that was kind of my way of kind of making fun of that. Gotcha. So. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Or like when Sharon Osbourne introduced uh, Pod at some award show and she called them Pod. No way. Yeah, and Kelly Osbourne, her mom or her daughter was right next to her, and she goes starts laughing she goes what he goes dang it's pod she goes it, uh, it's pod it's pod <laughs> so i was not having a sharon osborne moment but the point yeah. is yeah. i'm gonna get my look all changed yes. up and our social media presence is pretty awesome but uh i think it's always room for improvement so i'm gonna get a good makeover here so tell that us what you do Theo, and how good. the hell that works at tech savvy tutors it's exactly what it sounds like we're tutors who Tutor, you how to be tech savvy, whether it's uh, iOS or Android, Mac or PC. We're fluid in both. And when I say we, it is just me as of now and Catalina you know, helping me out every now and then when <laughs> yeah. she can. But it's uh, I've been raised in the era where you didn't really have to choose between you know Mac or PC at the time. We've kind of been in both. The whole right. entire, at school, it was always Dells and computers at home. I got myself a MacBook and learning how to do both, really. And um, everything, it's, it's still new stuff every single yeah, iOS update or PC update, Windows update. It's always new stuff you got to figure out and do troubleshooting. So it's just learning how to use it for anybody who's going back to school, anybody who has a grandparent or someone who's uh, not tech savvy, just needs to learn simple stuff. Call a tech savvy tutor. Well, now, not only that, but also, isn't it great that you've got like this like gorgeous girlfriend next to you here <laughs> who's got this style? So whenever you're trying to do the aesthetic of yeah. this. Is yeah. that and of course I mean I'm not saying that you're your only style maybe you're just as tech savvy as he is but it could be but would you say that the Catalina that your your eye for the aesthetic is what you bring to the table here I mean yeah I pretty much say that she chimes in big time yeah I get her opinion I value her opinion big time there was a a big thing I wanted to do with the little our little uh, bison here a buffalo oh. Mr. Tonka is his name I wanted to do like uh, seasonal versions of him which we do have and yeah. going on right now we have a little uh, version of him wearing a little Santa Claus hat now for and Christmas like, yeah for Christmas nice and nice. sucking on a candy cane so <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty cool so I she helped me out with that mm-hmm. and we sent it to our person who does all those designs and she's cranking them out now so that's outstanding <laughs> yeah well, I, oh, I love christmas and i love the holidays and mm-hmm. i love your mascot mr tonka is that his name? tonka yeah tonka we got that from uh, uh dances with wolves okay mm-hmm. so whenever they're saying uh tonka well it's actually called a katonka but we shut it in down just put tonka so <laughs> that's okay. his name yeah well we actually had the wrestler tatonka oh the show. okay nice so uh i was all right like, well, I don't know if he, he'll come after you if he's still his name. Let me tell you, you don't, you don't want, you don't want, that's one mean Indian. You don't want I understand. on your case there. And so you do it seasonally, which is really cool. So what that means is that there's like one, of course, you know, there's Tonka, there's there's a, a Tonka Claus. Yeah, I guess you could call yeah. him that. With the Santa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should put a beard on him, too. Yeah, we all, okay. yeah. Yeah, really yeah, get rid of that lollipop. Just yes. add the, uh, add the, uh, the thing there. Well, that's a lot of fun. So when it says, when I know, of course, when you say apps, yeah, uh, and then you say social media sites, but when it also says cell phones, mm-hmm. like talk about that Ooh. for a second. Jeez, my my grandfather. There we go. He just got himself uh, his was I don't even know what he's on Metro or something, but whatever it is, he just got he got forced to get a touchscreen phone, and he's never had one before. He's seventy five, I think, and um, that's one example of someone who doesn't know cell phones. 
smartphones mainly, not really cell phones. He's always had himself a little flip phone or just a touch touch one. Right. And now that he has fully Android, he ain't used to a touch screen at all. Smartphone, he, he's been calling me, how do, how do I set up this? It's not like the other one. So anything dealing with cell phones like that or even tablets, some people, as easy as Apple has made it for any iOS device, there's some people who still don't know how to do like simple stuff, whether right. it's get to the camera or even use some people still want to use uh like facebook and stuff or or get an instagram because a lot of people are uh coming from facebook the adults when they were kids it was like the cool thing to do you know they're going to snapchat which is now the cool thing to do or instagram so right it, it always yeah. moves on like i mean i, mean, I yeah, was yeah, there from yeah. the beginning so i mean i, I well, actually not quite i never had friendster i think that was the first one right yeah, yeah. that in myspace i guess and then and then i did have a myspace account mm-hmm. it was a bit of a holdout on that and then i was like well and then Facebook came around, and I was like, well, I'm not going to do this again. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized that it's everywhere, so you, uh-huh. you can't live without it. It's kinda yeah. like, I'm sure the first person that, you know, when the DVD player came out was like, yep. no, nah, I'm going to stick with my VHS. <laughs> but yes. the world tends to kind of move on without you, doesn't it? Yeah. And so, so Theo is here to help you not feel like that you're left behind. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it's technology made easier, which is cool because we all need tutors. That's why I love it that it's, it's this tech-savvy mm-hmm. tutors and uh, not to mention also this is that you know if you had a problem with your VCR or you know back yeah. in the day there wasn't yeah. really anybody you want to call like in the 80s it wasn't like who you going to call yeah. unless you had a problem That's true. With, with, with Ghostbusters yeah <laughs> then you had somebody to call yeah um that's very true. So, so this is a great way to kind of bridge that, and, I, and I'll tell you this too: is like I'm I'm pretty good with with apps, and, and I'm pretty good with social media, and we and I'm proud of the social media that we, that we have. Um, and I, you know, I'm obviously I can operate my phone and all that, but I'll, I'll tell you this: is like you were talking about about the social media stuff, is that I refused to get an Instagram account only because I didn't like the format. I didn't like it that you can't. Like really share the picture the way that I wanted and mm-hmm. yeah. and all that kind of stuff and I've got like I built up my our Twitter account has something it's crazy we've got like sorry about that and then, so the reason why was because like I built up our Twitter account is huge I mean we've yeah. got like you know like tens of thousands of followers okay. and I was like I'm not starting this shit over for a mm-hmm. format yeah. that I don't like mm-hmm. that seems to appeal to a demographic that's not me. And uh, my fiance Jocelyn was like, "That's her favorite format, even mm-hmm. though." And so I was like, "All right." So I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go come on here, but I'm only following you, okay?" <laughs> and this is gonna be kind of a way for um, you know us to kind of kind of document a few different things that I may not want to document in other areas. So I've actually come to enjoy it, and it's actually kind of become almost kind of my favorite, yeah. Because in the same way that. Mace, MySpace started feeling dead when Facebook's come up, mm-hmm. and I love Twitter. Twitter will always be around. I don't think it's going to go the way of MySpace, but but it's mm-hmm. I'm not as yeah. excited about it. And I and I always kind of for a while I kind of thought they were all kind of the same. You know, like it was, it was a matter of taste. Like, do you like Instagram's format? Do you like Twitter's? Yeah. But, but they're actually very different. Talk to me about like. When somebody goes on to Instagram mm-hmm. or Facebook or Twitter, in your opinion, let's start with you, Catalina. What is what is the difference? Let's say you have all three accounts, okay? Okay. What, and let's say, say one thing happened, where are you going to put that and why and like what kind of content do you select for each one? I feel like 
for me, if something were to happen, I'd always like put it on Twitter. I feel like that's the main go-to for a lot of people to just like rant and just put it out there in the open. So the, I would mostly go to Twitter for that type of stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as for like putting out like pictures of my life and everything, I'd go to Instagram just because on Instagram I see it as like this picture perfect place for it Mm -hmm. and then as for snapchat i'd keep that mostly just for like my friends and all that so that's Mm -hmm. another way for me to contact and communicate with them facebook oh yeah and facebook i don't really use facebook don't hate on me (laughs) well okay so so is it fair to say that because in the same way that like okay like i've I've got the facebook i've got the uh sounds so old I've i've got the twitter I got the Instagram. I will never have Snapchat. No. I'm over 40. Yeah. I don't need Snapchat. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I get you. And not because I don't want it. I just don't think I, I mean, that being like, yeah. I feel like if that, that is truly something that was, is the demographic is, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. and, and you are, how, how old are you guys? You are 19. You're 19. 22. He's 22. So that's perfect. And it sounds like, and you know, your mom's on Facebook. You don't want to have to share. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. So, so you know what I mean? So you need a, so you need a space. So if this was, if if social media was actually a place, Facebook is kind of like your uncle or even your grandmother's house, and yeah. very much your mom's house. Yeah. All right. And Instagram is kind of this, you know. I think that's why Twitter seems to become this kind of like. Toxic wasteland of mm-hmm. microblogging yeah. negativity. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty bad out there in the comment section <laughs> and everything. Yeah. It, it is. It gets crazy. And uh, I mean, Instagram seems to be this perfect place, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, it really and, is. And I found myself doing. I think it's a natural thing because it's kind of like like when. Like when something really positive happens, I go to Instagram, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I'm not a rancher, I'm not an oversharer, but uh, I, for me, Twitter is very business-like. You know what I mean? What- Hey guys, this is Sunny Suicide, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Thank you so much for listening. So make sure to give Theo a call. His number is 214-769-1194, 214-769-1194. And be sure to visit Catalina over at the Buckle here at Stonebriar Center in Frisco. That's in Frisco, Texas, of course. Uh, and also, we want to thank all of our great sponsors. Uh, man, Google has changed our lives, have they not? I mean, we've got the uh, Lenovo uh, display in our main room downstairs. We've got the mini Google Mini in our bathroom. We've got the Hub in the bedroom. Uh, it has changed our lives. If you guys have not uh, hooked up to voice-activated uh, thing, talk about getting ready for 2019. That's going to change your life, man. The Google Assistant, how much have we used that thing, man? We use it every day, multiple times a day, and I don't think I, I I would definitely miss it if we had to, you know, go backwards in time. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no putting the, the toothpaste back into the tube now, is there? <laughs> because now it's like, I swear I'm so lazy. I've never said, I don't even look at my watch anymore or my phone. I just go, hey, Google, what time is it? And I was going to see if it was going to do it. Hey, Google, what time is it? 
See what I'm talking about? Did you hear that? And then I, I also don't, you know, I've got to set an alarm. I always go, hey, Google, set an alarm for 9 a.m. Okay, your alarm's set for tomorrow at 9 a.m. Did you hear that? See what I'm talking about? That's, I mean, you can't, you can't beat that, man. So, uh, so that will get, all those things will get you ready for 2019. And, uh, you know, you and I, we had a great summer, uh, you know, uh, and saw a lot of great shows. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of great music. Uh, we saw, of course, we saw Foreigner, which is our thing. That's right. We had such a great time. Even though I was pregnant, we, we got to we got out. You know, we had a, a good summer of music. We saw the Pixies. Um, we saw Weezer. That's right. Which I love Weezer, but have never gotten to see them. And what did I, you think of the show? It was a lot of fun. Yeah, there was a lot of songs that I knew, of course, right. and some new stuff that I had I wasn't as familiar with. Um, but you knew every song, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And even though I'm not really a Weezer guy, you know, you know how those people that are like Weezer fans are, you know, they're fanatical, they're not casual. Uh, but they have, they've had a lot of singles, uh, and I have a lot of friends that know Weezer, so it's kind of creeped in. I was there primarily to see the Pixies. They're one of, now that's my band. Yeah. They're like if the Pixies weren't there, we probably wouldn't have been either. It was, <laughs> it was kind of a hey, we're going to see the Pixies, and as a bonus, you get to see Weezer. Yeah. Because right? I'd seen them before, so. But I will say, for a bunch of nerdy geeks, they put on a Kiss-like concert. You can tell they're influenced by Kiss and the big, the big rock show because it was a you know a lot of a uh, lot of uh, bombastic uh, presentations and, and and lots and lots and lots of fun. Uh, you know, there's a great Saturday Night Live skit that uh, that was on the holiday special. Remember with uh, with Matt Damon, where they're having that little Weezer uh, <laughs> argument because that's what Weezer fans are like. I thought it was kind of funny that they uh, they had picked that apart. You know how. Having Leslie Jones be like the the, the Pinkerton person, Weezer wrote, wrote an album, their second album called Pinkerton, that people kind of shit themselves over, like it's like Exile on Main Street. Like people who aren't even Weezer fans, like think of that as like Radiohead's OK Computer, another overrated record in my opinion. But um, <laughs> anyway, that was a fun skit that they did. But uh, and also, who opened up for Foreigner? White snake. That's right. <laughs> it's just fun to say, isn't it? <laughs> and of course, I saw. Uh, you know, I always go see Cheap Trick every single year, and saw them with Poison, who I'm also not the most massive Poison fan, but uh, uh, turned out to be a great show, a great summer. I mean, God, I mean, how could it not be fun? Because they ain't looking for nothing but a good time, and how could we resist? But the summer was capped off by the biggest event of our lives to date. Uh, We won't give the exact date, uh, but it took place in August. And what are we talking about here, Jossie? The birth of our firstborn son, Miles. Who you've been hearing throughout this entire program. I I apologize if... For, uh, actually, you know, I don't apologize. I was going to say, if you uh, if you were struggling to get through the first few minutes, you were kind of like, you know, I want to hear what they have to say, and, and Miles sounds so cute, but uh, 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 we just now remembered a thing uh, called pacifiers, 
And uh, no, uh, no. How could you resist that? If if you, uh, in fact, I want you to write into the show. Tell me which half of the show you've liked the best so far. Did you like the non-pacified miles, or do you like the muted pacified miles? And how could you say the other thing because you guys can't see him, and and you could hear him. So if you can't see or hear him, like how some people think children should be, we not not being one of them. Uh, but. Uh, the greatest moment in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting here next to the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my entire life who is my best friend who is going to freaking marry me in June. Uh, and she is about 10,000 million miles out of my league and I'm a good looking dude. <laughs> but you are some next level business. Stop. And uh, we have produced a child that is so insanely gorgeous and so beautiful and who makes my life makes sense these two produce my life and and just make it all seem uh focused and clear uh you know and then we put him in, in these insanely cute outfits that just <laughs> makes your mind melt but uh you know i was somebody that they've always wanted to hope that i was going to get to be a parent um but you know obviously you know we're older and i was starting to wonder if that was going to happen until i met this angel bless you miles until i met this angel and all those things, guys out there, that you're, and I can't wait for you guys to hear the dad episode we're, that we're doing. All those things that you're worried about, forget about it. None of that, none of that's going to happen. It's going to be the greatest thing of your life. If you've been thinking you're going to lose your identity and your individuality, or or your, it's going to enrich your life in a way that it's, and it's it's so crazy because it's like. You think you have an, 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 an opinion about it. You think like, oh, I see people who have kids. No. And I hate when people tell me this kind of shit because I'd be the first one to say, oh, F off of that. You know, like people trying to tell me what, what being a, a parent was like before I became a parent. And I feel like that I'm somehow part of that conversation. Let me tell you right now, you're not part of the conversation. You have to do it in order to know literally anything about it. Uh, it completely changes you. And so uh, tune in for that episode we got coming up because you're going to learn a lot and it'll, it'll, it'll quell those fears and hopefully it'll, it'll inspire you because that's what the whole show's about. People always say, what is, what's your show about? What's Tricky Kid Radio about? Jocelyn, what's, what's Tricky Kid Radio about? Fun. And? And? and inspiration. Right. Thank you. <laughs> of course. And I now have a lifelong of inspiration with... Uh, my best friend and fiance Jocelyn, and now our little miracle here, Miles the Great, who, as you can hear, is sounding off there. And as with anything, the inevitability is that as we talk about a, a great birth, uh, we did lose some people this year. Um, another thing that you, if you're a listener to the show, uh, if you're new to the show, we did, um, you know, we lost a lot of people this year, as, as unfortunately as we do every year, but uh, this year seemed to uh, have quite a few that really, really, really hit home. Uh, of course, we lost Anthony Bourdain uh, back over the summer. Uh, in, in a very uh, completely unexpected and, and, and awful way. And we, But we've celebrated his life, and so I implore you again that if you are not already subscribed, uh, to go ahead and do so on Tricky Kid uh, Radio Podcast, do so on iTunes. We're on every platform. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher, Feedburn, Analog, whatever, how you consume your podcast. 
uh, go back and check out that Bourdain episode. Celebrate his life. Uh, it's not a downer. It's not some sad thing uh, that we that we did. We, we it was a celebration. We had Dave Catching from Eagles of Death Metal and Queen of the Stone Age. You might remember that great episode where he goes out to the desert with Josh Homme and. Um, Got some great stuff there. Uh, Lauren Larson from Ume, who was on the South by Southwest episode, which was the final, actually, episode of the final season of the first show called No Reservations before it became Parts Unknown. But uh, celebrate his life. And uh, uh, another friend of ours, of course, Vinnie Paul of Pantera. Uh, we did a great episode with uh, with Doug Pennick from King's X, as well as, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but you'd have to know Vinnie to have known this, but his best friend was uh, Carrot Top. Uh, the great comedian and so um, a lot of great episodes there uh, we also most recently lost uh, gosh got to be one of the biggest influences of my life personally of course being Stan Lee uh, and Stan Lee would have been actually 96 years old to wow. today and we've had Stan Lee on the show which still stands as the height of my uh, professional career, especially uh, with this show. And wow. so if you listen to, go back into the archives and check out our New Year's, our, this is our end of year episode. If you check out our, our end of year episode uh, from two years ago, uh, from 2016, you also will hear uh, from Stan Lee. And I asked him what he, it was his 94th birthday, and I said when he was on the show, so it's exactly two years ago today, and I said, hey, man, I said, what do you want for your birthday? What is what is somebody like you would want for their birthday? And he said, a 95th. <laughs> <laughs> and he got it. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, and today would have been his 96th birthday. So, uh, Stan, we love you and we miss you. And, uh, gosh, the influence and the inspiration are off the charts. So celebrate his life today. Think about Stan and think about all the things that he's, he's brought to us and... Uh, uh, you know, and we mentioned, of course, uh, the world of professional wrestling and music. And another great influence was my man, Fast Eddie Clark, back in January. Uh, it's a, it's unthinkable to think that all three members, you know, uh, of Motorhead are now all gone. Uh, you know, they've had a couple different members here and there, you know, come and go. But when you look on the album cover of Ace of Spades, of course, you've got Lemmy, uh, you've got, uh, uh, you know, Philip Taylor, the the animal, the uh, the drummer. And then, of course, you've got Fast Eddie Clark, the guitar player. And then we lost Eddie back in January, March, uh, the great Stephen Hawking. Uh, you know, I'm always doing my impression of, um, of Arlie Army. He's the drill instructor from... From Full Metal Jacket, you oh, know, right. and I walk around the house all day long, you know, going, you know, you know, get the f off my obstacle and, and doing all the, all that stuff. A jelly donut? <laughs> Are you allowed to eat jelly donuts, Private Pile? Uh, and the world of professional wrestling was really hit hard this year. Uh, the great Bruno San Martino uh, lived a great, great life. Uh, of course, Van Vader. Uh, Jerry Lawler's son, Brian Christopher, who wrestled as Grandmaster Sexy as a part of a really fun team called Too Cool with Scotty Too Hottie. The great Nikolai Volkov, who actually was Croatian, not uh, not Russian. He played the, the big Russian heel, of course, in the 1980s and the 90s. Um, of course, most recently, of course, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, who was part of, of course, a tag team called the Hart Foundation with Bret Hart, his daughter, 
Natalie uh, or Natty Nightheart wrestles as Natalia currently for the WWE and can be seen on the show Total Divas. Uh, in just uh, this past couple of weeks in December, uh, the other half talk about the Hart Foundation. Um, of course, you know, the British Bulldog we lost many, many years ago. His tag team partner, uh, of course, being the Dynamite Kid. And then Larry Henning, the father of Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, who I had the pleasure of meeting and having dinner with at the one and only time I went to the Cauliflower Alley Club in Las Vegas a couple years ago. Uh, so we want to say, uh, you know, condolences, of course, obviously to all of their families and thank them for not only their contributions to, to uh, the sport of professional wrestling, but just to my childhood and to pop culture in general, man. Um, but, uh, you know, there's so much to look forward to. Uh, in 2019, we want to come back with some final thoughts. I'm going to play you another song here uh, from, and this is, and this is also a great sign of things to come. I love Grimes, and she came out with a new track, and she's like she's getting into metal. Because remember how we played that song uh, called "We Appreciate Power"? Yeah. And that was a song that came out, and the, you know, it's it's kind of a quirky, kind of weird song, but it's got some it's got some metal to it. Yeah, it's a fun song. I, I really like that, especially when you feel like it's a, a kind of a combination of t- two or more different genres. Totally, this great hybrid, and uh, and she teams up with Poppy, and this really strange but freaking perfect, and only she could do it. Where she blends bubblegum pop and just metal on a song called Play Destroy. <laughs> and isn't that a great hybrid? Play, meaning like kind of happy and bubblegummy, and then destroy. Decide for yourself. Again, this is Grimes and Poppy with a song Play Destroy. And we'll be right back with some final thoughts on 2018 and get you all ready for, for the upcoming new year. Destroy, destroy 
Hi, this is Natalie Cox. I play Juno Eclipse in The Force Unleashed, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Tanner. Hey, that was awesome. I love that track. That's so much fun. What a neat, crazy mixture, right? You yeah. Know what I mean? So, I mean, that's, you know, let that be, let that be kind of a, the vibe of 2019. Take, let's be diverse. Let's take things that maybe on the other side instead of instead of being divided let's let's come together man you know that's what this whole racket that you're seeing on 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 the news cycle is this thing that's trying to divide us i say fuck that i say unite you know take things that may not look like they would go together and put them together uh take risk take changes what advice do you have for, for our listeners in 2019 uh. Josie? What? <laughs> what advice do you have for our listeners in 2019? Oh, advice. I think that if anything, you know, opening your heart and um, letting more compassion in is a great way to, to kind of step off with the right foot and um, enjoy yourself. That's Treat right. Treat yourself. That's <laughs> right. And you can find us, something else, uh, you know, I haven't, it kind of leaked to the press a little bit, but uh, I'm not going to talk about it here, but talk about something else in 2019. We got coming up something that is you've never seen before. Uh, all I can say is, is that uh, one of the greatest stories in the history of rock and roll that has never been told, that is so understated, is finally going to get its due. And I can't wait to... Um, to bring you more details about that. Uh, where you can find us, check it out. Not only can you find us on social media, of course, on Tricky uh, Kid uh, number two on Twitter, DJ Tricky Kid on Instagram, Tricky Kid Radio Podcast on Facebook, and of course, subscribe on iTunes and go to our YouTube channel under Tricky Kid TV and see lots and lots of great stuff. But we got a lot of great appearances coming up. Uh, I will be at the NAM convention. That's the National Association for Musical Merchandising out in Anaheim, California, starting on January 24th. And I will be part of the great, talk about Vinnie Paul or from Pantera, I'll be part of the great Dime Bash, which is a great thing where everybody comes together and celebrates the life of not only Vinnie Paul, but of course his brother Dimebag Daryl, hence the term Dime Bash. And I will be there to, uh, to the 27th. Uh, lots and lots of great stuff. All this and more will be links uh, set up on our website at trickykid.com. That's tricky-kid.com. Again, give Theo Garza a call. Check out Google's new products. Go visit Catalina Rinquist. And Jossie, what else do you have to say to, say to our, our fine listeners? And enjoy uh, your upcoming year. I know that we will. We have a lot of stuff planned. We have our baby. I, I couldn't be happier um, with Roy in my life and in all of the, in our whole life in front of us coming up. That's right. And in June is going to be our wedding. The big, big, big day. So we got big plans. I hope you got big plans for 2019. And once again, I am your host, Roy Turner, from A Better Half, Jocelyn. We thank you so much for everybody uh, that listened to us this year. Like I said, I got I got engaged. I became a parent. I danced on stage with Morris Day <laughs> at the State Fair of Texas. Have the best year of your life coming up in 2019. The best year of your life thus far. And speaking of which, we're going to close out this year just like we did last year with Prince's band, our greatest inspiration, Prince. 
his band, The Revolution. We drove all the way out. Remember, Jossie, last year? We drove all the way out to a casino in the middle of nowhere to ring in the new year with him. Well, guess what? They're coming to us. So on December 31st, just in a couple of days at the House of Blues, downtown Dallas, man, we're going to close this thing out and close it out well with The Revolution. Uh, tickets are still available, uh, but they're going quickly, so you want to get them now. So again... Again, make 2019, make this the best year of your life thus far. Come party with us at the House of Blues if you're in Dallas. Fly out here if you have to. Uh, and Because how better could you ring in the new year, but better with Prince's band, The Revolution. Again, we thank all of our sponsors. We thank all of our great listeners uh, for making and tuning in and making this our biggest year yet. And let me tell you something right now. 2019 is going to be even bigger. Thanks again. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you next year.